I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us again today. It is Thursday, February 11th, and I hope you're living on the winning side. Uh, I love hearing that intro just to get to hear those guys singing, well, I'm on the winning side, and I hope you're on the winning side. Uh, I preached last night, but it wasn't the whole message, but I preached a little bit last night about how, about how it can be all bunch of problems around you, but it can still be well with your soul. And I hope you've got victory in Jesus today. I hope that uh, you are experiencing that. Uh, let us know that you're listening. Thank you for joining us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those of you that are watching on Facebook, those listening on the podcast, we are so thankful. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, call us or text us, 252-308-4600. Or if you're watching on Facebook, uh, you can like the video, share the video, comment there on the video. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Now, let us know if a song is a blessing. Let us know uh, if, uh, if there's uh, something we can pray with you about or if there's a need that you have and uh, we want to hear from you. If you missed the broadcast at noon, you can always listen again at 6 o'clock in the evening on the radio. Happy birthday today uh, to Joan Ivey and Mill Odom and Cindy Sewell. Happy birthday to you folks. Hope you have a wonderful day. And then we're just a couple days away from I Love My Church Sunday and I have been so encouraged with the text messages and the emails. I had uh, last night I had people bringing me handwritten notes saying, hey, here's what we love about our church. And that blesses my heart. I'm looking forward to Sunday uh, sharing all of those uh, with our church family. And uh, I hope that uh, you'll let us know if there's something about our church that you love. Uh, let us know. If you're, if you're a member of another church, hopefully you'll let your pastor or let your Sunday school teacher uh, let a, another member know, say, hey, you know what I love about my church? I love, and you fill in the blank there, but uh, I hope you love your church. And if you don't love your church, uh, then you need to find a church that you can love, a church that preaches the Bible, a church that is uh, on track with the Word of God. And if you're in a church like that and you don't love that church, then maybe the problem's not the church. Maybe the problem's with you. And so I hope that we'll be fired up and looking forward to a great day Sunday. Drive in, 9 o'clock Sunday morning, Sunday school, 10, 15. Uh, in-person classes. If you're not coming in person, online, Sunday school, 10, 15, the radio, Facebook, uh, website, all of those things. And then morning service and evening service be a great, great day. Let's hear a song. Here's a great, great song uh, from a, uh, a college uh, singing group, Golden State Baptist College. And they sing this song, Jesus Never Fails. I hope the song will be a blessing to you. So many souls have tested him throughout the course of time. He came to show his love and he 
every story had been true. for that song. Uh, boy, we'll need to put that one down. We'll have to need to have that one again. I need to remember that title. Uh, that title was, let me see if I can remember it, uh, Jesus Sometimes Fails. Was that the title of that song? No, 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 that wasn't it. Um, Jesus Almost Never Fails. That's No, that's not it either. Aren't you glad for that song? Jesus Never Fails. He has never one time failed and he's not going to start now, and uh, he is not going to let you down. I'm glad that uh, our God is, uh, is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. The question is found in the book of Jeremiah. Is anything, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And the answer is absolutely not. I'm thankful for that great, great song. Notice with me Daniel chapter 1. We started verse number 8 yesterday where it says that Daniel purposed. Uh, he determined, he got it figured out in his life, he got it nailed down in his life that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. Now keep in mind, he's come from Judah and he has now come to Babylon as a captive and as a slave and they're trying to uh, brainwash, they're trying to uh, re-educate 
uh, these Hebrew young men. I want to say this. Watch out when the world and the world's philosophy tries to educate the child of God. Can I tell you, uh, the world's thinking is vastly different from what the Word of God teaches us. But the king is trying to change them. And one thing he does is he gives them different food. Now, this, pro this was not a problem that Daniel was just a picky eater. You know, you've got some picky eaters in your family. Uh, I used to always joke, uh, my brother Jared, he's in college now and he's graduating in May and getting married in May, but we used to always tease. Uh, we didn't get away with being picky. I don't remember anyway when I was growing up. We ate what was on our plate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mom always gave us two choices for every meal. Take it or leave it. Those were our two choices. And uh, uh, maybe you have a picky eater in your family you say, yeah, that's probably what Daniel's problem was. Oh no, this had nothing to do with his preferences. This had nothing to do with his taste. It was simply that Daniel believed that this food and this drink would cause him to be defiled, that it would cause him to be unclean. So Daniel purposed. He determined in his heart. He said, I am not going to eat this meat and I'm not going to drink this wine. Therefore, the Bible says he requested uh, of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Can I say this? Daniel was risking his life by defying the king's orders, by saying, I cannot and I will not eat this. This was serious business to Daniel. So here's the question. What was wrong with it? Uh, what was wrong with this meat? Uh, I think we know what was wrong with the wine. The book of Proverbs, Daniel would have already had that instruction in the Old Testament law where the Bible says wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. So I understand that. But why could he say, hey, I, I'm not drinking the wine, but I'll take the meat? Well, there's a couple of possibilities. We don't know for sure. The Bible doesn't tell us. But one problem may have been in Leviticus 11, there were certain animals that God's people, the, the Jews, were forbidden to eat because they were unclean. So it's possible these were unclean animals and this meat would have gone against the Jewish dietary laws. It's also possible in Leviticus 17, the Bible says that when the children of Israel ate the meat, they were not supposed to eat the meat with the blood. So maybe this was bloody meat and maybe Daniel said, hey, I can't eat it. Uh, it may not be an unclean animal, but it is uh, meat with the blood, and that was forbidden in Leviticus 17. Uh, it's possible, 1 Corinthians tells us, and of course, Daniel didn't have uh, the New Testament, obviously, but 1 Corinthians tells us that there was, at the time of that writing, there was meat that had been offered to idols. And it's possible that Daniel knew that this meat had been offered to the idols of Babylon and Daniel felt like this would be a problem for him to partake of it. I don't know what the answer is. The Bible doesn't say exactly, but Daniel believed that there was something with the meat that would have caused him to be defiled. Can I tell you, uh, I hope that I have some Bible convictions like that that I would be willing to stand up, stand against the crowd, stand against uh, the, the orders of government or whatever it may be and say, listen, I know what you're saying and I understand what you're telling me, but I'm telling you that I cannot do this because this goes against a clear Bible directive. Daniel was simply obeying the commandment of God. He was just doing what God wanted him to do. 
You say, well, what was wrong with the meat? I think maybe a better question would have been to say what was right with it. We often find ourselves saying, well, what's wrong with this? And what's wrong with this? And a lot of times young people do that. Adults do it too. But you know what Romans uh, chapter 12 tells us? It says that we're to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We ought to be looking for what is right. I'm not trying to see how close I can get to the edge of worldliness. And I'm not seeing how close I can get to the edge of sin. I want to see how far I can stay away from that. And Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. Therefore, the Bible says he requested. Now, it doesn't say that he threw a temper tantrum. Some of us, that might have been our response. We may have started hollering and screaming and throwing stuff and saying, I can't do this. What are you thinking? Are you crazy? But that's not what he did. The Bible says he requested. He didn't attack. He didn't lose his temper. Proverbs 15, 1, the Bible tells us that a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Daniel had the right spirit. He appealed to that authority and he did it with the right spirit. You say, well, what would have happened if the king would have come back and said, no, you're going to eat it? I think Daniel would have then said, okay, I'm sorry. I'm still not eating it. But his first uh, response, his first reaction was to have a good spirit. His first reaction was to appeal to that authority. Now, I know the book of Acts tells us that we ought to obey God rather than man. I understand all that. But did you know if maybe you have a boss or maybe you have someone uh, in authority or in our case, we've got a government who sets laws. Did you know what I believe the first response ought to be if the laws of man violate the laws of God? I believe our first response ought to be to appeal to that authority. Notice what it says in verse number nine. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. Did you know that God had already been softening the heart of that authority because he saw Daniel's spirit, he saw his attitude, he saw his heart, he knew that Daniel was the real deal. We'll get to Daniel chapter 6 in a while, but in Daniel 6, the Bible says that Daniel was promoted near the end of his life. He was promoted because an excellent spirit was found in him. I hope today, I hope what be the kind of Christians like Daniel that'll have a good spirit. Uh, now you need to stand firm, stand strong on the word of God, but may God help us to have the right spirit. I like to say it like this. We need to have the right position, no doubt about it, but may God help us not only to have the right position, but may we also have the right disposition. May we have the right spirit. May we have a spirit that glorifies the Lord. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll look forward to another episode tomorrow of The Winning Side. God bless you. Hope you have a great, great day side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.